Hello, you're here with Purple Psychology Podcast. You're here with Melanie Hoskin and, of course, Dr. Nisha O'Reilly. Hello. Hi, Nisha. We're on episode 62 and it's businessmen taking care of themselves. Yes. Businessmen taking care of themselves. Right, so recently I ended up in London City Airport and all the flights were delayed, so there was a lot of suits around. So, of course, I took the time to start observing people, as I do. Um, And I was a little bit horrified by the behaviour of people. And I've worked with a lot of people recently who do a lot of travel for business, um, a lot of executives. And they don't seem to be able to find time to do very simple strategies that I've set them to do. And so I was sitting there in the airport looking around me and thinking, well, there's no reason why you couldn't be doing my strategies, because you have all this time sitting in the airport. Hmm. So very simple things. Um, they were eating and drinking all the wrong things. There didn't seem to be any forward planning put into their food. It was fairly obvious to me when someone sits down and eats two packets of crisps in front of you and whatever else that they didn't actually eat any lunch all day. There's just no planning into eating well and eating healthily. There was healthy options available in the airport, but even like there's other times to prepare things and to organise yourself. There was a lot of people drinking fizzy drinks, which I think is just crazy when you're flying because you're really dehydrated anyway. And the airport actually has smart water available really cheap. Um, it's very hard to buy smart water here and very hard to buy it affordably. But it was actually much more reasonable even than buying normal water. Mm. Um, and so what it is, is it's just really, it's kind of like isotonic drinks yeah. without the calories and the sugar. Mm. It's just the electrolytes in water, this sort of smart water, which is exceptionally good for you. Mm. Um, I was horrified that people really didn't put down their phones. They didn't stop working. They were on phones, laptops, technology. It was fairly obvious that they were constantly writing back to emails. If they had colleagues around them, it was all work, 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 work. And if they weren't working, actually interesting what they were doing was they were using the technology in order to take time out, which I found quite fascinating. Mm. So, um, like, I've watched this a lot recently. I'm going to talk a bit more about Mm. technology and teenagers in the next episode. But I've been around people recently where they actually use technology for two or three minutes as a time to actually zone out from people and to give themselves me time, okay. which is quite interesting. But mm. there's different ways to do that, and it's not sitting down and answering all your emails. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for instance, there's a lot of mindfulness apps. Mm. There's a huge amount of podcasts. There's a huge amount of audiobooks you could be doing. You could be playing games on it. Um, there's lots of time out ways using technology so I don't have a problem with technology but I do have a problem with you sitting there bombarding yourself at work and constantly playing catch up they don't Mm. seem to have the ability to take me time and actually decide a time that they're not working Mm. Um, nobody had a book I didn't see one Mm. Um, nobody had certainly nobody had a colouring book Mm. Um, nobody was doing the crossword Um, there was very few people even reading newspapers which surprised me. So mm. we, I, maybe we've gone all online with that mm. as well. They looked as if they hadn't slept properly. Most of them look like they never exercise. They're certainly not in a good physical space. I don't know how you can expect to travel and not be in a good physical space. I think anybody that's doing a reasonable amount of travel has to start taking care of their physicality and doing um, yoga or pilates, which is exceptionally easy to do in your hotel room. So, and, and most of the hotels have a gym anyway. There was just a complete lack of structure, routine, self-worth or self-care. But even in, in airports now, in the in the modern world, I, you have VIP lounges where 
business uh, people can go. There, there's showers, there's healthy food there. There are options that... Um, yeah, that and, and 90% can... of the time when you go and look in them, they're all stuck on their laptop. Mm-hmm. And they're all crouched over their phone. So they're doing the very position. same thing in, in the VIP. And I've seen that too, yeah. that they're not availing of the, the showers or they're not availing of uh, the, the healthy food there. No. Um, and they are still working there. Yeah, and they're just doing it there because it's quieter. Yeah. Um, it's just, I think we have to get into the mindset that if you push yourself to continually work and you don't look after yourself and you don't set yourself up for it in terms of what you put into your body, mm. how you exercise, how you look after yourself, how you sleep, mm. how you do things, you are not going to work effectively. And is age a factor here, a factor here in this? Is it the, the older business person that is kind of sitting around and lounging around? Are the younger people more aware or no, are they I didn't more see any conscious? No, I didn't see any difference. Okay. I just saw more jaded older versions of the same thing. So it's almost like a culture that they've developed uh, and, and equated to travel yeah. and business. Yeah, and like if you're a talker, you don't have to sit there and talk work to people. You can pick up your phone and ring someone and have mm. a conversation about something else. Mm. But you you have to realise that you have to take care of yourself. But if, if you're noticing that people aren't, say, physically fit, and I'm kind of seeing businessmen and women and probably a lot of them married, uh, so it's not as if they, they're, they're maintaining a healthy life in general. They're just transferring it to their to their travel yeah. as well. Yeah, and, and the thing is that, you know... Travel does bring certain pressures or mm. working away or staying mm. in environments that aren't, you know, your environment. Mm. But if you're not physically fit to start off with and you mm. start doing that, well, then, of course, it's going to be more of a train on you. Because that's what I was going to ask you. So you've got somebody in a high power job, a lot of responsibility, uh, travel with that, which is hugely stressful, um, both, both mentally and physically. Um, what kind of a mindset does one develop? constantly going through that through those uh, continuous they're just constantly under pressure and they keep telling me they don't have time to do anything but like you know um oprah has an exceptionally busy schedule and she Mm. has time scheduled in her diary to not be working every day Mm. um because she realizes that she couldn't keep going at the pace that she's at unless she does that Mm. so it's it's um it's it's booking it in and telling yourself but sitting in airport is prime time to me where you don't need to be working. Mm-hmm. So the changes are obviously going to be made outside of that airport. Um, what can what can people do to improve um, their well? I, I suppose their work life balance as well. Um, what what kind of things can they do to well first of all to get themselves out of that situation of when they're traveling and well, what they're doing? I I always end up telling people. Um, that they need to have a daily routine. So mm. you need to realise what aspects of what you need in your in your day, every mm. day. And then you need to decide when what order you're going to do them in and when you're going to do them. Mm. So if you need mindfulness, when are you going to do mindfulness? Mm. If you need to be doing yoga, when are you going to do yoga? Mm. If you need to be journaling, when are you going to be journaling? Um, if you need to do something creative, what, you, what can you do creative that you can actually take with you and, and do in place? You know, and so on. If you need to be reading, what format are you going to read books in and how are you going to read them and where are you going to read them and so on. And so it's about deciding what you need in your daily routine and then deciding how you're going to do it. Um, I think that's the biggest change and it's quite simple.
Because once you've decided that you're going to do those things, well, then you're going to find time to do them. And then you start looking around for the options to do them and the opportunities to do them. So, like, I'll never not have a book or a journal in my bag. Mm. And if I'm going to meet somebody, they'll always joke because they'll, they'll always turn up and I'll either be writing or reading. Mm. In terms of um, people that feel under pressure with work, how can they switch off from that? How can, if you've got somebody saying, look, these expectations are being placed on me, I have to do this, this, this and this. Yeah, well, most of the time time we place those expectations on ourselves. And there's the era of emails, and I read a really interesting article a few months ago, Mm. and it was about the fact, and I never do this, um, it was about the fact that nearly all emails start with the fact of an apology of sorry for delay responding. Right, mm. so you have instantly downgraded yourself mm. and put yourself on the back foot because you started with an apology. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's a big sense um, with technology that we expect instant replies to things mm. now. And the reality is, is that, um, for instance, most people will give you a better answer to a question if they've actually thought about it and they've taken processing time. And if I'm asked a serious question by somebody, I will always sleep on it. I will never give you an answer. Mm. So don't expect an instant answer to me from, mm. from me mm-hmm. um, to any any question or any email. Mm-hmm. And I never apologise because it's kind of like... And sometimes if I feel that the person's in a bad space or they want to know that they've had an acknowledgement, I'll send them an email and say, um, I'll, I'll come back to you very soon, I need time to think about that. Mm. So I've bought myself time. Mm. And I've kind of acknowledged that I've got something, but it's kind of like, yeah, I want to think about that. I'll come back to you with a better answer. So a big part of the pressure that people put themselves under at the moment is culturally this instant message, this instant response, this instant reply. And you don't have to instantly reply to anything. Mm. You have to give a good reply to something. And most of the time, actually, if you don't reply to things, um, like I used to notice this in work, if you don't jump to something, quite often the problem goes away. And it resolves itself. And there might be like a group of emails that are sent out. And maybe somebody else that the email was sent to will go, oh, yeah, we could do this instead. So sometimes when you press pause, things go away. And they don't end up on your task list anymore. Hmm. And they have a funny habit of resolving themselves. So I think we do need to have a mindset shift where we stop with the, oh, sorry for the delay replying. When quite often there hasn't been a delay. Would it be a certain personality type that would feed into that kind of, um, you know, prior prioritizing emails, prioritizing work, not looking at other aspects of their lives or the or the other pockets of their lives that are important as well? Yeah, and and there's also a lot of people who seek validation constantly, mm. and they think that they have to be hugely conscientious and accountable at all times. Um, and they're almost like constantly justifying themselves. Mm. So th- there's a lot of personalities that do that as well. And that's a big part of why they put themselves under so much pressure. Okay. And how does that impact them then, their families, their life? They're just constantly always on the back foot or they're, they're constantly seeking approval from somewhere or from somebody. They just never really quite feel good enough. Okay. And in terms of what they can do for somebody that's working pretty much around the clock, who's prioritising work, who hasn't got a work-life balance, um, and who's feeling the strain and the stresses of that, what, what can you do to help them? I, I, well, I think the first thing I do quite often is point that out to them. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good starting place. Because they're coming to you with something completely different. Yeah, it's got a problem. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it's got like, hang on a minute, yeah. And they're going, they, they, they kind of work through things with me mm. and they're like, mm, mm. yeah, that, that might be it there. Wouldn't it? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you don't say. 
So, um, uh, what else would you suggest to the, the, these uh, guys and girls? Uh, is there a big difference between, say, men and women? Uh, because there's a lot of women that do a lot of travel as well. Um, is there? I I did notice that they do seem to be physically fitter. I think there's uh, I think there's a different pressure there, an expectation that women need to be trimmer in okay. business. I think there's a, there's a whole other minefield of pressures there. I did notice that as a result of that, that they're probably more conscious of what they eat and that sort of thing. Mm. I didn't notice them working any less hard, though. Okay. I didn't notice them taking any more time out. Right. So they were they were at the emails and the... Yeah. Okay. What other changes would you recommend for, for people who are those people sitting at the um, airport and feeling under pressure, probably even mentally and physically? Maybe just try putting the, the, the phone and the laptop in the bag for five minutes and just sitting there and staring into space and thinking. Do you think that we can become immune to doing that? Yeah, I think we forget. I, I mm. think I think for an awful lot of personalities, the time evaporates. And mm. I think, like a lot of, go back to the last podcast, a lot of parents ask me, oh, should I get them an iPad? Mm. And with a lot of personalities, I say no, because it becomes an obsession and a crutch. Mm. Um, and so if it's there... Um, that's what you'll use. Mm. Um, and so, like, if you go into any space where somebody is waiting for somebody, they're more than likely playing on their phone. Mm. The people have become highly uncomfortable to actually sit in a public space without a phone. It has is, really become a crutch for people because if they're not in, in if if they're not um, reading the news, if they're not doing, you know, answering emails or. or um, putting a spreadsheet together, they're they're on Facebook or they're on. Yeah, it's all just kind of bubblegum for the brain, really. Yeah, like if you get on any any train any day, you are not going to see very many people who actually look out the window. Absolutely, and there's no, there, there's not even a lot of eye contact anymore. No, um, in with people. Yeah, but it's funny when um, like sometimes I'll listen to music and that mm. sort of thing, but a lot of time I'll. I'll take photographs and it's funny I don't know what it is about me even if I have my earphones in people will always ask me questions okay um, and I'll, I'll turn it off and take my earphone out and you know talk to people but it's really funny I don't know what it is about me everyone will always ask me questions and actually having earphones in doesn't prohibit you from doing that but maybe it's the fact that I'll look out the window and look around at people mm. and so I'm, I'm not necessarily unapproachable because I'm mm. not stuck on my phone yeah yeah yeah, yeah, you're you're aware. You have a sense of awareness of your environment. Yeah. Okay. All right, Dr. Nisha O'Reilly. Thanks very much. Cool. Thank you. We we'll talk to you again. Bye. Thank you.